Okay. Okay. Va, good to press with a on the shot. So today we are going to do yesterday's Tanya and today's Tanya. Can you hear me? Does it work? Do you hear? You're you're going in and out. Fading in. Do you hear me now? Yes. Okay, let's hope this, if, it, if it starts fading out again, please let me know. So, here we are. Matzi Shabbos, Matzai Purim, and Shisham Purim. And learning Tanya. Purim, we know it says, Laihudim Haisa Aira, Simchasatim Yikar, Aira Zu Taira. Taira is the secret weapon that created the miracle of Purim. So it's a great thing to be doing now. So we are in chapter 37. We are going to do yesterday's portion and today. We are discussing the strategy. We want to bring Mashiach, and we're bringing Mashiach by utilizing the klipas noiga of this world for mitzvahs, serving Hashem with the permissible, and thus moving it to Kedusha. Moving the Klippas Naga to Kedusha, Klippas Naga to Kedusha, Klippas Naga to Kedusha. And thus we move the world to Kedusha, create a world of Mashiach. Which the Rebbe said yesterday means personally, each one of us creates this Mashiach by holding back from any prohibitions and by doing all the mitzvahs. Why? Because Mashiach is about a time when there's godliness revealed and nothing but godliness. So any time a person would do a transgression, would do a prohibition, would do an Avera, this means that energy that's involved in doing the Avera gets stuck in Klippa. The Avera is Klippa, the item is Klippa, the energy of self trapped in the item, and the prohibition is klipa. So if Mashiach means a time when there's only godliness and godliness is revealed, every Avera is forestalling Mashiach. Because every Avera means more pitfalls of klipa that are barriers preventing the revelation of Mashiach. And additionally, Mashiach means godliness brought down. So if Mashiach means godliness brought down, every single time I do a mitzvah, that's what's happening. Every mitzvah is bringing more and more and more godliness into this world, creating a world of godliness, a world of Mashiach. So we're looking here at the same, we might call them very um, classical or traditional techniques of being a Jew, doing mitzvahs and keeping away from Averis. And the Rebbe is saying that exactly those techniques, doing mitzvahs and keeping away from Averis, are what's changing the spiritual dynamics of this world to be a world of Mashiach. And the Rebbe explains today 
that when we're looking at this idea, we want to keep away from the earth, lessen the hold of evil, lessen the hold of evil, lessen the hold of evil, do more mitzvahs, bring more godliness, bring more godliness, bring more godliness, to transform the entire world, moving it away from her sickness, from her impurity, from a world of klipa, and moving it to a world of kedusha. The world of kedusha, when what's apparent is the Avishter. By Mashiach, as we had somewhat like this by Matan Taira, we're going to see Hashem eye to eye. We're going to look around, and what we'll see, what we will perceive, is the godliness. The physical will exist. What will be so strong to us is the godliness vivifying every physical matter in the entire world. And as we explained, how are we going to get to that state? There's klipa. How are we going to get rid of that klipa? And the Rebbe says, when you move the permissible klipa, klipas naiga, to Kedusha, then the klipas Timaeus, that level of evil that you can't directly move, you can't take a chazer and utilize it directly to serve Hashem. You can't take a piece of gossip and directly use it to serve Hashem. But when the permissible is moved, when all the non-holy, but non-forbidden of the world, when all the Klippas Naiga is moved to Kedusha, then the Klippas Timaeus will wither. The Klippas Timaeus will cease to exist because there won't be any godliness vivifying it. So indirectly, the more we take Klippas Naiga and utilize the permissible to serve Hashem, the more Klippas Timaeus will fade away from existence. So if we look around our world now, when we're so, so, so at the threshold of Mashiach, and it might seem there's a lot of creep space in this world, but understanding what the alternative is saying here, we should realize that it's very, very bankrupt. That it might look very powerful, but its real energy has been gone. Because we've moved so much Klippus Naga to Kedusha, so what, what energy does Klippus Tameos have? It could put up a good show. It could intimidate us. It could impress us. But in essence, it's bankrupt. In essence, the real power, the Rebbe is saying, as we move Klippus Tameos to Kedusha, Klippus Tameos withers and dies away. So I guess sort of tying that back into the story of Purim, as the Rebbe says, it looked so powerful, the evil. It looked so impressive. It looked so impossible to overcome. But it was all a mirage. It was all a facade. It was all just an empty show. Because with the Jews tapping into the power of Tyra, it all fell apart. And now, connecting this to what I was saying here about Mashiach, when we're this close to Mashiach, Kripa Smith doesn't have power could put up an impression. We shouldn't buy into it. We shouldn't be scared by it. Any questions? Okay. Good talk.